beautiful people and welcome back to episode two of the Knowing Place podcast. I'm your host Chuck Smith and I am sincerely humbled that you would return to even hear me talk again. Very thankful and hopeful that somebody can get something from this to help them persevere one more day, one more minute, one more hour just until their help comes because there is help if you listen to my first episode of the podcast more than a flower I gave details on my motivation for the podcast what the name means and what the cover art stands for the yellow flowers and I gave an account of You know, just loss of my wife and the impact it had on me, somewhat of a brief glimpse. And I believe this second episode, Into the Blue, will give you a deeper insight into how that grief that I had in the loss of my wife was lifted. It was a truly, and I don't mean to sound cliche, a miraculous account event experience that I had that lifted my grief I can relate to depression not wanting to get out of the bed struggling to think clearly not having the energy emotional psychological energy to get dressed take a shower go anywhere I can relate to those things and as I said I hope that this account in some way brings some peace, some encouragement, some hope to someone who's listening. That's my sincere hope. So again, thank you for tuning in for episode two, Into the Blue. After a short commercial break, we'll get into it. So stay tuned. Thanks. Welcome back, everyone, to the Knowing Place podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, What I'm about to share with you now is an account of a dream that I had that was quite profound, um, quite unique in that I never remember my dreams. Rarely do I remember dreams, but this one was so pronounced, so profound that I had to actually get up and take notes about the details because I knew they had to mean something. So I wrote down the notes and this, this, what I'm about to read you here is the account of that dream with all the details, what I learned about the details and what I discerned as well about the details. So prologue, the date is November 2nd, 2016. My life changed forever as I experienced one of the most, if not the most traumatic event thus far in my life. The love of my life since I was 16, my wife drew her last breath as I watched, literally. I was confused, upset, crushed for various reasons. And since then, I have been on a deep spiritual, emotional, and psychological journey. 
This journey has reshaped who I am spiritually, emotionally, relationally, in all ways, it seems. And up until this event I'm about to share with you, it has left me with a lack of peace with the way it all played out. My prayer over the course of the last three years, five months, two days, has been for the Most High to allow me a peek to see that my wife is well. I believe she was, but as humans tend to do, we want to double check sometimes. You know, like if your best friend told you, hey, I've got that $3,000 I owe you. You believe him, but you may say, you know what, man, send me a picture of that money. You know, I just want to see it. Just to be sure. God is faithful. And I was very careful not to attempt to communicate with my wife through any dangerous or unwise spiritual means. I would pray to God that if it is his will for me to catch a glimpse of her, then by his will only would it happen. Not spooky, scary, unnerving, but real and verifiable. I am a scientist. I love details. I love perspective. And what I'm about to share has given me not only what I pray for, but the peace with my wife's passing that I have longed for since she left. Date, April 4th, 2020. Time, sometime between 6 and 8 a.m. In my vision, I arrived at a location called the University. It was a bar, grill, lounge type spot. I knew I was supposed to meet someone there, but wasn't sure who or why. Upon arrival, I remembered that I had filed a complaint of some sort against the place. And my thought was they would recognize me and be rude, but I entered anyway. It was almost closing time and the place was empty except for two bartenders behind the bar. Thinking I had missed my appointment, I went to the bathroom and when I came back out, I noticed a door across the restaurant that led to what appeared to be a plush lounge area. I walked over and opened the door and it was communicated to me. Now I say communicated to me because I can't say words were spoken, but I understood the phrase, there he is. This communication came from an energy that was in the back left corner of the room and I knew that this energy was Sherry. There was also an energy in the back right corner of the room that I paid almost zero attention to because I was so determined to get to Sherry's energy. I sensed that this energy to the right was her guardian, an energy that had always been with her and protected her. Sherry's energy was cloaked in all blue, skirt, top, and earrings. And she was sitting in a director's chair, you know, like a movie director. Her skin was perfect. Her hair was deep, silky black and as shiny as it could be without being oily. Her face was full and her freckles were vibrant. This will sound strange, but I can't say that I quote unquote saw these attributes, but my spirit knew that these were the attributes of her energy. 
I walked straight toward the left corner and embraced her. We were cheek to cheek, and I whispered to her, I love you. What I felt from her energy was unburdened. Her energy was totally unburdened. I immediately woke up. I lay there for a second, trying to gather myself, and then immediately jumped up to jot these details down so as not to forget them. What does all this mean? I'll look up what blue represents. Here's what I found. Blue represents both sky and the sea and is associated with open spaces, freedom, intuition, imagination, expansiveness, inspiration, and sensitivity. Blue also represents meanings of depth, trust, loyalty, sincerity, wisdom, confidence, stability, faith, heaven, and intelligence. Now, when I saw the word heaven, I really lost it because I knew this was a heavenly connection and an experience that couldn't be explained otherwise. The biblical significance of blue is in-depth and incredible as well. Blue was used on the clothing of the priest and it aligned the hem of the priest's garments. This is according to Exodus 28, 5 through 6, 8 and 15. Jesus, the high priest, remember the woman with the issue of blood in the Bible? She touched the hem of his garment. The hem of his garment was blue. Therefore, healing came through the hem of his garment. Blue was used in the tabernacle. Exodus 25, verses 4. 26, verse 1 and 4. And in the temple, 2 Chronicles. Chapter 2, verse 7 and 14. Blue indicates heaven, the Holy Spirit, and truth. As I read the representations, I was completely dumbfounded. All of these reputations were so sherry. But when I got to the word heaven, I lost it. She was draped in the color of heaven. Not a fashion statement but just some garb to give her spiritual energy some form that I could see. Next, I thought, what does university mean? Here's what I found. University, Latin, universitas, means a whole, W-H-O-L-E. So wait, you mean to tell me I came to a bar and grill with a name that means whole, to meet up with a spirit energy draped in a color that represents heaven and have the spirit communicate to me that there is no burden. Crazy. I continued thinking, what could the director's chair mean? Why did I arrive at closing time? Why did I recall having a complaint against this place when I first arrived? Why would I arrive at a bar and grill? Here's what I discerned or was revealed to me. First off, the director's chair. God is the director. When we become all spirit in death, we become one with God. 
So Sherry and her escort, being spiritual beings, were both totally one with God and allowed to sit in his chair, the director's chair. Closing time. My prayer to God had always been to just give me a glimpse of her, to know she's good. I arrived at closing time, which symbolizes I won't be able to stay long, just long enough to be assured she's well. The complaint. I had complained in the past about this establishment. God showed me that sometimes great blessings can be wrapped in an inconvenience, a situation or place that is uncomfortable for us. Why a bar and grill? God allowed Sherry's spirit to condescend to an earthly realm. So I was allowed to interact with the spirit in a non-invasive, quote-unquote, normal setting. Nothing spooky, scary, no haunted house, no dark alley, not my bed shaking at night, but a bar and grill. There's so much to this dream, and I could have never made this up. Again, I rarely remember my dreams, and the details are incredible, and the meanings of these details to me are incredible. Just keep in mind, God is faithful. His timing is perfect. He will answer your prayers. He answered mine. It took 41 months and two days, but he gave me exactly what I asked for. Peace about my Sherry's passing. I believe it took this long because had it happened too soon, I may have been enticed to try and communicate with her on my own. This is called necromancy, communicating with the dead. The Bible warns against this. I knew God was real before this experience, but when he blatantly reminds you of how real he is, there are no words. Of course, I will still miss her every day. I will still laugh when I think about how silly she is. I will still yearn to hear her voice, hug her neck, kiss her face. I will still want to sit and listen to the voice of a genius. But now I can do those things without being held hostage by them. Don't give up. Until God answers your prayers, struggle, cry, fight, crawl, serve others, but do not lose hope. I declare that this account is absolutely true as it was given to me. I love you all always. So there it is, you guys. That dream did for me what no therapist could do. No conversation with my friends could do. Only a higher power could give me that dream with those details to give me the freedom that I desperately needed from my grief. So if you would, just process that dream with me and tell me what you take from it, what you hear in it, how it affects you, if at all. I always welcome your feedback, critiques, criticisms. Anything you want to share is fine. But I want to wrap up tonight's episode with a poem that I wrote that was inspired by my wife, Sherry. And I wrote this December 15th of 2007. Just, you know, early in the midst of her battle and 
think we were probably engaged at this time. No, we got engaged in May. So this was when we started dating. So December 15th before Christmas, 07. And the title of this poem is Selfish Me, Part 2. I'll let you check out Part 1 some other time. So, Selfish Me 2. Please don't fly away. There's too much here to do. Too many hearts that are attached. So many people who love you. There are still babies to be born that only you can have. Too many kisses that only you can give. So many unfinished missions and dreams to realize. All you have to do is choose to live. If you left, I'd spend the rest of my life looking to try and see you somewhere in the sky. With nothing but memories and questions, I'd ask myself, what if and why? I tried to see if I could sense you on my skin in the cool spring mountain breeze or catch a hint of your sweet voice speaking softly from birdsong high in trees. I'd write you letters of compassion and care addressed to heaven afar. I'd focus in with the telescope and try to catch you dancing on a star. I'd breathe in very deeply searching for your scent and the fresh garden flowers. I stand outside in warm rain and try to feel you in summer's gentle showers. I'd probably lay awake at night and remember you through my blinding tears. But I would trust, believe, and expect you to always be near. It's amazing how prophetic that poem was some nine years later. I experienced a lot of those things in her absence. But I just wanted to share that with you. I write a little bit every now and then. So so peace and blessings. I have episode three coming up. It's going to be great. I promise you they all won't be this heavy. Feel free to support, if you will, through donations. Or I have an apparel site at teespring.com slash the knowing place. Pick up a t-shirt or something. Much appreciated. And just thanks for taking this journey with me. Stay hopeful, stay encouraged, keep progressing. Blessings. Good evening.